missed if I didn't mention my friend and your pastor's dad, Charles Mahaney, and his wife. The years of ministry that they had affected us. Standing there thinking 40, 40 years ago, Brother Charles Mahaney was preaching youth conference for us out in Dublin or Section 13 then. I was on the youth committee and uh, his ministry and uh, his wife's ministry has affected this movement in a great and mighty way. I'm honored to see his boys uh, and grandchildren moving forward with the gospel of Jesus Christ. We don't have time to have a breakdown in communication and generation and all that. We just got to have a move of the Holy Ghost. Glad my wife's here. She follows me around, tells me to slow down and turn here and turn there. I listen sometimes. I flunk that test a lot of times. Praise God. I'm going to go to the book of John, chapter 5. Everything's been so fitting. Music, the singers, your blessed church with what you have and your leadership. We need to be thankful every day. I promise you, not everybody has the atmosphere that is created in the houses you have. So you're blessed. That didn't happen by accident. John chapter 5, verse number 1. Now there is at Jerusalem by the sheep market a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue as to having five porches in these lay a great multitude of impotent folk of blind, halt, withered waiting for the moving of the water for an angel went down a certain season into the pool and troubled the water and whosoever then first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And there was a certain man, everybody said certain man, that had an infirmity 38 years. That's a long time to not get victory. And when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, everybody said that case. He saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? And the man answered him and said, Sir, I have no man. Everybody said, I don't have anybody. When they, the water is troubled to put me in the pool. But while I'm coming, another stepped down before me. And Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. Now, I'm, I'm a district superintendent. You're supposed to get everything perfect. So I'm going to preach from two titles. To the sensitive people, I'm going to preach to you from this title. Wilt thou be made whole? 
to the rest of us, I'm going to preach from this subject. How long will you lie to God? In this house are many blessings. In this house are many healings. He said if you would only believe. And then one writer said, Lord, help my unbelief. Unbelief is a common thing. But you hear me. Holy Ghost power is a more common thing. Let's ask him to help us. Father, I thank you for opportunity to stand in this pulpit. I pray that you bless and anoint this man of God every time he steps in. Anoint this church. Now, Lord, today speak to our hearts and the Holy Ghost. And, Lord, help me, Lord, to speak with the pen of a ready writer. And, Lord, inscribe upon our hearts, Lord, the power of your Spirit. And let us leave this change changed by your Word of God. In Jesus' name, come on, somebody clap your hands unto the Lord. Praise God. God bless you. You may be seated. We are in a world that is so confused. Uh, men don't know their men. Women don't know their women. Some people can't recognize who God is. Some don't believe in God. They believe in Baal, Buddha, all these other things. And as my brother said earlier, if you hunger and thirst after righteousness, you can be filled. But in the midst of this confused world, in the midst of everything going on, I'm glad I read the Word of God, and so we are in the last days. And I don't get carried away like some people do with that. Uh, I, I know people that are all into tribulation, and if you are, that's great. I'm glad for you. Uh, but I, I, I'm worried about translation. I'm worried about being changed in the moment and the twinkle of an eye. I, I'm really not worried about the Antichrist. But I just want to be in love with Jesus Christ. And, and so I've had people say, well, you don't, I, I, it's not I don't care about it, but some people with tribulation things, they, they want to see just how long they can live for the devil. I'm going to tell you something about being changed. We may die in a car wreck going home. You may have a heart attack before you leave this house. So we can be changed in the moment, the twinkle of an eye. So what I do for Jesus, I must do it quickly. Praise God. And so we're in an hour that the Bible tells me, I've read it, we're in the last days. And I'm real thankful for that. Because God gave you and me a promise that in the last days, saith God, I would pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And in the last days, he said there'd be signs and wonders. And in the last day, he said there'd be miracles and healings. In the last day, he said there'd be sons and daughters coming home to the house of God. 
So I want to remind us today that we're opposed for one of the greatest revivals that the church has ever known. We're set for a greater revival than Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. We're set for a greater revival than Simon Peter had because Jesus said during this time, he's going to let his spirit fall upon all flesh. But we live for God and we come to church and me and my wife were coming through and we passed a couple of churches and they got a good crowd and she made the statement. She said, well, some of the old folks probably can't get out for eight, you know, it's quick and get well. I said, I ain't worried about the old folks being there. Usually the old folks will be there. Sometimes it's young folks. Praise God. But, you know, I was raised like Brother Tim Spell always said. I, I, I had a, dr- a, a drug problem. My mama drugged me to church. Amen. We went cold. We went hot. We went wet. We went dry. It didn't matter. When we company come or did, we went to church. We was raised to go to the house of God. And so you've got a place to come. And I want to talk to us about that today uh, because the Lord began to churn in my spirit during the night. And this morning he began to speak to my heart some things. Uh, Amen. It's so easy, amen, for us to become professional Pentecostals. Uh, It's so easy for us to become uh, professional traditional Pentecostals. Uh, It's so easy for us to become professional in a rut Pentecostals. Uh, You know that Sister Mahaney is going to play that piano. You know the singers are going to sing good. Uh, Amen. You even know the man of God is going to preach good. Uh, You know everything's good. You know we're going to take an offering. You know they're going to take prayer requests. You know all about all of that. Amen. But you hear me today. Uh, We have got to tune ourselves up uh, into the place uh, that let God interrupt us uh, and let the spirit of the Holy Ghost shake us uh, and let God talk to us uh, in a manner that he's never talked to us before. I believe that we are in a day and an hour that tradition's going to be thrown out the window. Amen. And we're going to have to become sensitive. You hear me? I said sensitive to the Holy Ghost and hear what the Spirit hath to say. That is the voice of God standing right there. He's going to preach the Word of God to you. Amen. Pastor, that means an angel. God sent you an angel. He sent you a messenger that will preach. But I'm here to tell you it doesn't matter who's steps of this pulpit if you're not sensitive oh hear me now if you're not open to receive the word of God amen you will not be changed so we've got to prepare ourselves we've got to lay aside every weight never sin that's just so easily beset us sometimes amen that's just this fear and that doubt and this and that amen that I can hear the voice of God I, I had a situation one time. I had a medical procedure, and I, I was wanting the doctor to do some stuff. And before we had it, he, he said, well, before I can release you, you have to go to a psychiatrist. <laughs> I said, okay. So I went. My wife went with me. I sat down, and she started asking me the questions they asked and this and that, are you abused, and this, that, and the other. And I said, look, lady, let's just cut to the chase. I didn't get the red wagon I wanted when I was growing up. I didn't get that pair of tennis shoes I wanted when I was growing up. And I said, my daddy beat me with a water hose. 
slapped me upside the head, even hit me with a two-by-four. And I said, I survived. And she just looked at me. Let me ask you one other question. She said, do you ever hear voices that no one else hears? I wanted to answer it as kind as I could, and I just simply said, none that you would understand. So she officially wrote me down as a nut, and I left. We don't fit the mold of this world. And if we're not careful, we get in the spirit and the attitude that I just can't have certain things. My name's not this and my name's not that. That's a lie from hell. The devil is a lie. For he said, if you would ask, you shall receive. And if you would seek, you should find. And if you would knock, it will be open. And so I, I, I just come to preach to the heart of this church today because there, there's fixing to be some things happening. There's fixing to some stuff happen. Uh, and I, I, I'm just going to tell you, I know y'all got property. I'm not trying to spiritualize nothing, but I don't know where you are, amen, in the motions of a new church and doing anything, but when I woke up early this morning and I heard machinery running, I heard bulldozers and different things, and I said, well, God, what is it? And then I began to envision a metal structure. Somebody said, well, I'm just really not sure if God can do that. You're trying to hype us up. I'm going to tell you, if you're waiting for me to hype you up, you can sit there on the night. I'm just telling you what the Word of God's telling us. Amen. I can remember years ago, amen, Brother George Guy, the first time he ever come to McLeod, Texas, amen, he walked to our pulpit. I had cast vision, amen, to some men. I said, if we could get that land and we could build a church back there, they said, we can't get that land. That land belongs to the McLeod estate. We're not going to get that. And so Brother Guy walks to the pulpit, never been to our church. We didn't have but about 25 there that night. Amen, 30 people. And when he walked to the pulpit, the first words he said, he said, when I pulled on the parking lot, I saw a huge metal structure, amen, standing behind this. We didn't even own the land. Amen, we began to pray and seek God, and I kept getting the same answer. Amen, they're not going to sell that land. So we had a service one Friday night. We got real excited. We shouted and danced. The building was full. Had a lot of friends come over for just a rally, a meeting, uh, and, and we kicked the side door open. Uh, folks was rolling up and down the hill. We Man, we had a move of God. And, and all of a sudden, I, whether it be the Holy Ghost, I do not know, Brother Mahaney, but I just know. Uh, amen. I walked to the pulpit. I said, I'm tired of hearing, uh, amen, that we can't get that land and we can't buy it. I said, so what I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to pray God just kill that generation and we'll buy it from the next generation. Hallelujah. Had a lady in the church come in. She said, Brother Story, you, you see that woman in the back back there? I said, I do. She said, that's one of the McLeod girls. <laughs> I didn't go shake her hand that night. Hallelujah. But you know what? 
We just kept on having church. Two weeks on a Saturday. I was sitting in my recliner there in the house. I went to the door. Man with a suit and a tie on. Opened the door. He said, are you Brother Story? I said, I am. He said, I'm Curtis McLeod. I'm the executor of the McLeod estate. He reached in his pocket and pulled out. He said, here's the deed to that seven and a half acres. said, y'all build you a church and be blessed of God. There comes a time and a place uh, that you got to get tradition out of your mind. Uh, you you got to get the normal thing out of your mind. And you got to start walking in the spirit of the Holy Ghost. He told Abraham, just get up. And everywhere your foot touches, uh, I'll bless it. Uh, I've come to tell you we have the Abrahamic blessing. Uh, all we've got to do is walk it off. Uh, amen. Pour the oil out and claim it in Jesus' name. This week, or last week, in the Texas district, a $1.34 million dorm we built. Amen. It's one thing for churches to be blessed. It's one thing for certain things. We had a nearly $800,000 debt, and I have prayed many nights. God sends somebody to pay that off. Amen. Bless our district. And I'm gonna, I, I was at a place and preached. Amen. Prophesied to a man a few years ago, God's fixing to turn your business around and bless, and God did. And that man called through his pastor and he said hey uh, amen I want to give $500,000 uh, amen to the district that, that, that's not all of it I began to, uh, he, said, he asked what we needed uh, what some need I said well we've got the dorm it's, it's about $800,000 yeah, he said well, I'm going to give $500,000 and I began to pray I'm grateful I'm glad for anything we could get I said, every night I was praying God get a hold of his spirit uh, Lord we could pay this thing off uh, Seven for the, 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 the Monday night we were the governor's inauguration uh, the, 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 laying there in the, the Omni Hotel last prayer I prayed I said God would you show us favor 7.15 the next morning I got a text he said can you take a call I, I called I called the gentleman he said hey how much you say that note was I said about 780, 785 he said I'm going to wire in $800,000 to y'all's account I'm just telling you God is going to do some supernatural things for the kingdom of God like he's never done Now, y'all don't get nervous. I'm not going to take an offering up unless I feel it. But I am going to tell you, that church we built in McLeod on that property, amen, is worth over $2 million, 2.3, uh, amen. But I'm going to tell you, when we walked in the door 10 months and 10 days later, it was paid for. The biggest offering that was given to it was $28,000. Uh, people got a mind to work. Uh, and when people get a mind to work, uh, I've come to tell you, God a bless. Oh, you hear me? I said, God a bless. But we get a spirit and an attitude where, you know, I, I, that's a nice pulpit and that, that's plenty of carpet. And I, 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 you're already packed out. You need a building. What hindrance? Well, we need seven, eight millionaires. No, you don't. You need Jesus. 
Some of you sitting right here today, God will give you a miracle. God will give you a healing. I'm preaching about a man for 38 years. He had the same problem. You know, I'll give you credit. It's okay to have a bad spirit maybe for a day or two. It's all right to be ticked off for a week or so. I called Brother Shatwell one year, and he preached that message about forgiving and releasing. And he had done it in our church, and I called him. I said, I want you to come and, and preach the first week of April. That message, forgiving release to the church again. Well, Jeff, I can come March the 27th. I said, I don't want you March 27th. I want you the first week of April. He said, why can't I come in March? I said, because I ain't going to be through hating people till April. <laughs> I was really just messing with him, but anyhow. But you hear me. We get attitudes, not just bad attitudes. We get an attitude, well, the Lord would move if he will. That's, he went to Calvary, died on the cross, shed his blood. It is his will to bless the kingdom of God. It's his will to fill people with the Holy Ghost. It's his will to heal people. It's his will to give miracles. So for 38 years, we got a guy that's going down, amen, to the pool of Bethesda. It's become a habit for him. It's become a, a spirit for him. It's become an attitude for him. It's become his crutch. Oh, I, I, I can't, uh, you can't. But this is how some folks. more need this thing a lifestyle of spirit with a crutch going to Walmarts folks need a buggy that's elderly and really in need they can't get one all the fat folks is riding burning the rear ends out hallelujah and I'm going to tell you This darling right here that walked in with this, you can tell by the smile on her face, she's got more faith than those of you that can run, dance, and shout. But you don't do anything. And I'm telling you, we're not a crippled church. We're not a destitute church. We're not a half-hearted church. The church of the living God is healthy. The church of the living God is whole. Amen. We are not, amen, spiritual immune. Amen. Oh, you hear me today. We're not cripples. We're not anemic. We've got the power of the Holy Ghost. But we get an attitude that I can't. If you're not careful, the spirit of lying will get on you. Jesus said, yea, six things, now seven that he hates. And those that bear false witness was two of them. He don't like that. So I'm going to preach to you today about a man. I'm going to say one more time. Real touchy, folks. Will Fowl be made whole. 
rest of you, I'm going to preach how long will you lie to God? Because the Bible said here was a man. We've told the story. Brother Mahaney, something got the churning in my spirit about this man. 38 years. And the Lord watched him in that stand. Put verse 7 up there if you would. The Lord saw him. Now, I, I, I've heard it preached, the pool of Bethesda, and the five-fold ministry and all that, the five porches. But here was a cat that he continually, it had become his crutch. Oh, poor old Joe can't get his blessing. I want you to watch something. The Lord asked him, if I'll be made whole, the Lord, I would. But I don't have no man when the water is troubled to put me in the pool. I don't have anybody that will pick me up because I'm, I'm spiritual dirt. But I read the scripture. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Just by the mirror of the way it's written. While I am coming, somebody gets in front of me. So I just get a jealous spirit. I just walk ahead of him. The Lord knew. Put my definition up there. He lied. Notice, felt the same way. An intentionally false statement. The whole thing's packed with lies. I'm going to tell you, you can lie to your neighbor, you can lie to your friend, you can lie to yourself, you can even lie to your man of God, but you ain't going to lie to God. But when you put all the excuses out of the way, you say, hey, God, I'm a coming. Hallelujah. I'm going to walk on in here. Hallelujah. God wants to heal some people today. He wants to touch your spirit and let you know beyond a shadow of a doubt that he will heal your body. I was at Brother Nathan Scoggins a few days ago just preaching the word of God passed by a lady that was deaf and God unstopped her deaf ear while the word of God was preached. Uh, I, I, we were at their conference uh, in this section uh, and Brother Bradley of Davis uh, at Dayzetta had had big knots on his back uh, and excruciating pain. Uh, amen. Since October and God instantly healed his body. I was in Hillsboro, Texas uh, this week uh, on Monday night and Brother Duell, one of the pastors there had fallen and had a big place on his shoulder was going to have to have rotator cup surgery couldn't even move his arm amen and we began to pray preach the same message brother Whitaker just laid his hand on him began to pray for him amen and that he said that place just dissolved the spirit of God touched him and he began to move his arm amen what I've come to tell you God's no respecter of person amen what he'll do for one he'll do for another 
Amen. He doesn't give respect to McLeod, Texas. Amen. Over Moss Hill. I've come to tell you, amen, it's time to step out and see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. I've come to tell you with a direct word from God. Amen. You need to quit lying to God. You need to quit putting limitations on God. And you need to make your mind up that today is the day of salvation. And now is the appointed hour. Amen. And when you begin to move forward, the Spirit of God's going to move with you. Amen. But it's time to get up. It's time to worship God. It's time to quit just going through the motion. But it's time to step out. It's time to dance. It's time to shout. It's time to leap for joy. And the shackles and the bonds, amen, of heaviness will fall off as we begin to praise God. Why? Because this is His day. It's His day. It's time to praise Him. It's time to make our minds up. Amen. Church doesn't start. Amen. At 10, 11 o'clock, church starts out in the parking lot. Amen. When you pull up on your way here, you need to be a praying. God, come. Because I'm telling you, there's coming a day. God's going to touch them from the north, south, east, and west. And he's going to draw them in the house of God. Amen. Quit lying on God. God said, I'm able. Amen. All I need is somebody to speak the word and believe. But you hear me today. When you enter his gates, amen, with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And you come in here knowing that he is God. And it's not we that have made, but he has made us and not we ourselves. He is our God. So I've come to tell you, quit lying to God. Stand up and tell God what you need. Stand up and speak in the Holy Ghost. Stand up and walk in the Spirit. Stand up and hear his voice. Where he leads me, I'll follow. Brother Mahaney, I'm going to tell you, the Spirit of the Lord is fixing to move on you in a special way. All this mantle business, some folks is all carried away with that. I'm, I'm not sure what all I know about all that. But when I came down that aisle, God said, I'm fixing to touch him. And the same spiritual authority and that of the voice of faith that your daddy walked in, God said, I'm going to move on him with that. You're not going to be Charlie Mahaney. You're going, you're going to be Michael Mahaney, used of God. Hallelujah. Bubba. I'm going to tell you something. Look at me. Quit lying to God. The hand of God has been on you for many, many years. And you have run and run and run. 
I, I, I'll just tell you, I saw twisted metal, and you should have died. But the Lord even showed me another situation. like It was a hospital-like thing. You should have been in the cemetery. God has kept his hand on you for such a time as this. But you look at me. You, you get intimidated by this and that, and I messed up here and messed up there. You're looking at a mess up, and God's worked with it. But you hear me. God wants to use you. And it's time to let the shackles of intimidation be gone. Get in step with your man of God like never before. And let God use you. In the name of Jesus. Are you hearing me today? I don't want to lie to God. I want to step in faith and say, here I am, Jesus. Speak to me, Holy Ghost. Amen. Lord, work in me. Work on me. I just come today as a man of God to tell you God's fixing to just start doing some supernatural things and manifest himself in such a manner I'm sorry but Mahaney I'll preach better next time but Sister Mahaney, am I going to worry your mind over that surgery situation? Very few even know anything about it. But your mind has been worried, baby. Lift your hands. Because the Spirit of the Holy Ghost is fixing to move. The fire of God is fixing to burn in your body. God, perform the miracle right now. Somebody love him. Who could just step out of the confounds of where you are and step out in an aisle and walk to the front or walk around and say, okay, God, amen, I, I'm tired of lying. I'm tired of, of putting limits on you. I'm tired, God. Amen, I want you to work in me. I want you to work on me. I want you to work through me. said he knoweth the way that I take but if we can come together if we can make our mind up look, look at me for a minute I'm going to tell you something what I told you wasn't rebuke. 
what I told you was that God's hand is working through you. Because I'm going to tell you something. You've got the power within your ability that you can fill that whole section up with people. And God's going to help you do that. And when you feel like, well, I don't know if I can, you just get behind that man of God and he's going to help you. Just praise him for it. Wilt thou be made whole? If you're going to be healed, you can't lie to God no more. If you're going to be healed, you got to stand up and see the salvation of the Lord. you got to step out and say, here I am, Jesus. Work on me. Work in me. Come on, love him, love him, love him, love him, love him. Come on, love the Lord, love the Lord, love the Lord. It's time for the walls to come down. It's time for fear to be gone. It's time for doubt to leave. Hallelujah. You want a revival for your house? Tell Jesus. Amen. Don't be scared to ask of him. Don't be scared to request of him. Don't be scared to bring your petition before him. I don't know anything about anything. I come from that way. Turn in and come this way. And if pastor don't think it needs to be done, it don't need to be done, and it may already been done. But if there's not a sign out somewhere that says future home of this new building, I think we need to get a sign and let them know. We're not going to keep living here. And when you begin to project faith and you begin to...
Paul and Silas was in that jailhouse locked up in the third prison. Poor guys. And they began to worship And while they was worshiping God, things started happening. Walls started shaking. They had a visitation by an angel. The doors opened. You ever thought, nobody come unlock the shackles. Nobody come unlock the bonds. They just fell off. You know what, if, if Paul and Silas would have been like some of us, that angel would have said, wilt thou be made up? Well, we would, but we got these things here. And they would have kept lying to God and said, well, we're just going to be here forever. They just did what they knew to do. And when you do what you know to do, God going to do what he knows to do. This is the day. Hallelujah. I don't, it's Wednesday night. It, I, I'm telling you, when you begin to create an atmosphere of praise and worship, I know we've got to have Bible study. I know all that. But he ought to have to tell you, okay, now y'all got to sit down for a minute. I need to teach y'all something. Because when you build a spirit of praise and worship unto God, God said, if you will praise me, I will draw all men. They drive by the road out there. They think you're in here rolling the floor, shouting, dancing, screaming, and hollering. 